Hey guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. No, I've been talking about Leon Tailoring for years, ever since I came to Indianapolis almost 20 years ago. You know why I talk about them? Because Leon Tailoring does a really good job of getting you quality clothes, whether it's something tailor-made, something ready-made, something custom-made. they got a career services division uh, for the young people in life who are looking for that first job. No matter what it is you're looking for, when it comes to clothing over at Leon Tailoring, they will look out for you and they will take care of you. So when you swing on by at 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis, tell them Abdul sent you and say hi to Larry, Norm, Kim, and Judy and pick yourself something up or better yet something for your loved one they'll appreciate it leon tailoring 809 north delaware downtown indianapolis well a new survey out by our friends at the bowen center for public affairs at ball state university shows less than half of hoosiers we interviewed a new statewide survey say they approve of the job Governor holcomb is doing so we'll talk about that as well as some other things they found is our good friend chad Kinsel, uh, who's associate professor and the head of ball state's uh, bowen center for public affairs and by the way the survey was done and conducted with the, with in conjunction with our friends at indiana public broadcasting so chad my friend thank you very much for being with us we do appreciate it Thank you for having me. Uh, so help us out here. Uh, how is Governor Holcomb doing these days? He's doing okay. Um, I think one of the bigger problems and kind of interesting things is that there was a large number of people who took, you know, no, had no answer. Um, you know, don't know, didn't answer. Um, so his approval, you know, it's, it's, it was the highest of the three approval questions that we asked. And I think Hoosiers, like people across the entire United States, they, they don't know a lot of, uh, about state government. So there are a lot of people, and this has been proven a long, a, a long time, a lot of different states. Um, there's just a lot of people who don't know who their governor is. Now, it's so interesting. there's a large number. And it's interesting because uh, the legislature uh, was only 42.5%, uh, while the governor was almost uh, just under 50%. Right. Yeah, so it was really interesting. Um, but yes, yeah, so his approval his approval was was the highest. But again, a lot of people you know don't know don't know who the governor is. Uh, question uh, in that breakdown of the governor, uh, uh, did you guys break it down by Republican and Democrat? Because I know I know the governor has necessarily been uh, a big uh, or I'll say let's put it this way, conservatives aren't necessarily big fans of the governor, so to speak, or vice versa. Yes, uh, yeah, there's been a lot of, of talk about that. We did break it down by, by party, and then uh, looking back at it, you know, his approval overall, Republicans, it, it, it mirrors very similar to what you might expect. Um, Republicans approve the most. Um, he, he's very popular, um, almost as popular with independents, and then um, not popular with Democrats. So it, it really did break down um, by, by party overall. And how is the president doing in Indiana? <laughs> not very well. He hasn't been doing very well in a long time, so... Um, you know, as as we talked about in you know, the 2020, um, uh, uh, now President Biden uh, lost you know handily to um, then President, former President Trump. Um, he's underwater, you know, pretty bad in um, in Indiana. So he's he is definitely not very popular um, uh, in, in the state. It's interesting you bring that up because uh, when we did our polling back in uh, September, uh, we didn't ask about the legislature, we did ask about the president and the governor and the numbers. Uh, apparently, my friend, we must be talking to the same people because the numbers are pretty much right on the money uh, in our poll and yours. Yeah, no, it, it's it's really great, and I think it makes a really good, um, you know, it's and it's nice to have polls that align like that because it, you know, one I think one poll, and I've kind of always said this, and I was excited about our Hoosier survey. It's uh, you know, one one poll is kind of interesting. It's it's you know, you can't really tell, but it's like if you can get a you know a couple of polls, at least two that 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 are in the same ballpark. You know, there's there seems to be something to it. So that's that's really good news. And also, so have, uh, President Biden is not very popular in in, uh, in the Hoosier state. And I also remind folks too that uh, when we look at polling, polling isn't a prediction; it's more of a snapshot in time. But if you put enough of those snapshots together, you can actually put together a decent trend. 
Yes, and I would, I would absolutely agree with that. Yeah, if, if, and it, it's really important because it's, it's um, kind of the heyday of polling is, is kind of by we're, we're still um, in academia, still kind of scrambling to try to figure out, you know, the best way to, to do that. And, and I can remember back in the 90s and, and, and before that, you know, everybody had a landline phone and you could get that, you know, that, that perfect sample. And we don't have that anymore. So it's, it's been harder and harder to do that. Um, so it's, it's you know a, a little a little dose of skepticism doesn't hurt to, when you look at polls. But I 100% agree with you. If you can find like a couple of polls that that are all going in the same d- direction, you know you might have something there. Our guest on the program today is Chad Kinsella. Chad is an associate professor and the head of the Bowen uh, Center for Public Affairs at Ball State University, uh, Ball State, and Indiana Public Broadcasting uh, did a survey recently of Hoosiers on their various attitudes regarding the governor and some other issues. Uh, another issue that you folks looked at, Chad, was the issue of abortion. This, I thought, uh, was interesting because lawmakers just had a special session uh, about abortion. It's before the Indiana Supreme Court right now. And the majority of those Hoosiers surveyed, almost 57%, they believe abortion should be legal in all or most cases. However, uh, this, it does look like that was reflected in the legislature. Yeah, no, I, I think um, I was a little surprised at that. I kind of had a feeling. I, I know in the past when we've asked about abortion, it's split a little bit more 50-50, but you know, this one shows a, a little bit more. Um, and we, it, the question we asked is a little bit different. So we kind of broke it down, legal in all cases, legal in most cases, illegal in most cases, or legal illegal in all cases. But you know, together, you almost have 57% of people saying that it should be legal in all or most cases. So I was really surprised by that. I expected it to maybe break down a little bit closer to 50-50. And also, i got to give you guys credit because when we ask the abortion question, you just basically ask, you know, should abortion be legal in, in some cases or all cases? You guys actually broke it down even further into uh, rape and incest, uh, the mother's life is in danger, or the child born with a, with a serious health or, or birth defect. So, yeah, we had a nice discussion about this, and it was. And um, there are some other surveys that have, have asked this question, and so we wanted to look at it. And the, yeah, the numbers for that are even more staggering, and, and it points to maybe the fact that the legislature put in, you know, some of these um, instances where you know abortion should be should be legal. And, and um, you know, overall, if a pregnancy threatens the woman's life or health, you have 84% of, of Hoosiers saying that that, um, you know, abortion should be legal. And then if, if the pregnancy is a result of rape or incest, you have um, almost 79 percent. So you have even large numbers. And I was actually surprised at the number of people who said abortion should be legal if the baby is likely to be born with severe disabilities or health problems. And that was at 62 percent. And then overall, I know that, you know, we have a, a plus or minus and our plus or minus is is 4%. So even with that, you have pretty strong majorities, um, even if you assume that, that we maybe got it wrong and, and deduct the, the four points from it. It's still a pretty strong majority of people have have uh, have, have uh, approve of all of these these um, exceptions. Uh, so how do you explain, my friend, from your, put your, your political science hat on for just a second, this sort of uh, disconnect on the issue between a uh, majority of Hoosiers and uh, the Indiana General Assembly? Um, it's so the Indiana General Assembly. They've got as 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 any state legislature has. Is they're in a kind of a tough position. Um, it is a supermajority Republican, and and if you break this down by party overall, especially if you go back to see the the legalization, um, legal in all cases, most cases, and all that, um, it breaks down very uh, pretty closely by party, and so they they have to walk a, a pretty fine line there. Um, and so they, they ultimately did that. And, and I guess to their credit, um, at the end of the day in 2022, um, they did not pay a, a political price. So it's kind of interesting. And we did ask a question about that. And I, I guess maybe there's some explanation here. And there might even be some broader explanation why 2022 was not all that great of a year for Republicans. 
as it should have been. Um, although, you know, they, they did well, you know, meet some expectations, but not not the higher ones. We asked a question about, you know, would you still vote for a candidate if they had different view of abortion? And 48 percent of people said no. So I was surprised. Now, that that, that doesn't mean that those are you know the, the pro-life or, or pro-choice. That's mixing them all together. But there's a lot of people who draw a line in the sand with that that issue. And I was frankly very surprised by that. Our guest on the program today is our good friend Chad Kinsella. Chad is the associate professor at the Bowen Center uh, for Studies uh, up at Ball, for Bowen Center for Public Affairs at Ball State University. They, along with our friends at Indiana Public Broadcasting, recently did a, uh, their annual Hoosier survey where they surveyed Hoosiers on a number of different issues. Uh, Chad, it's interesting because you guys also looked at the issue of, of wages and income, which I hadn't necessarily seen before. What did you guys find in that area? So that was actually I had a lot more fun with, and that there was some, I think, some really good news that came out of that. So we asked um, a question about, and so a lot of, of national um, outlets have asked this question before, and so we kind of borrowed that question and, and applied it to, to Indiana. But basically, asked if, if your family was hit with a one thousand dollar out of pocket expense, you know, what would you do? And fifty four percent of of people said they would have to borrow or decrease spending, but then another forty percent said that said that they could pay for out of savings. So. Um, looking at some of the past uh, results nationally, you know, it, it would seem that, that Hoosiers are able to, you know, save um, a, a little bit more money than, than most. So that's that's not um, that's that's pretty. I would say pretty good news um, that 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 at least forty percent of the population could do that. And it's also interesting too. Uh, let's look at the issue of uh, mortgages. And you guys found out that uh, almost fifty-six percent of Hoosiers said they pay forty percent or less of their income toward their mortgage or rent. And, the, and what was really shocking was that 63% uh, report never being late on a rent or mortgage payment. I wish these, I'm a lawyer and I do evictions. I wish these folks were in court with me most of the day. So, yeah, no, it's, it's it's yeah, no, it's tough. I know when you when you see that, it's it's just like there's there's no way. But yeah, I think those were really good um, economic indicators. And and so yeah, 63% of people said they're never late on rent or mortgage. So that's. Um, that's 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 a really good thing. And again, if you think you know, not too long ago we had the Great Recession, um, I'm sure that that would have been turned on its head. But um, so that you know, there's when we looked at this, I, I thought that there's some pretty good um, indicators for wages and incomes for for Hoosiers. Jack Kinsella with us for a few more minutes on the program today as we go through a recent study done by our friends at Ball State University in conjunction with our friends at Indiana Public Broadcasting, uh, public health and the environment. Uh, how healthy are we? Uh, are we spending enough money on public health? How important is the issue to Hoosiers? So um, there is, it, we, we offer a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being not important, 10 being extremely important on how people felt about their local uh, public health department. And 82% um, said, you know, that, said that it was 6 or 10. So a lot of people find their, their public health department, you know, really important. And I think this kind of surprised me. Um, I get, so my brother works in a, in a public health department in Kentucky, so he was he was quite pleased with these results. He he was hoping that Kentucky would do the same. But anyway, um, yeah, those are really good numbers, and it, it seems to back you know the, the governor's idea of, of trying to increase funding for the local public health departments. Um, you know, overall, the scene is very positive, and I and I have to wonder if that that's a result you know of COVID and and the key role that they had to play in that um, that whole giant predicament. Now, of course, my friend, you know, I got to ask you about my favorite topic in the university these days, which is marijuana legalization. And something I found that was really interesting, once again, it kind of shows, uh, you know, how uh, you and I kind of sort of, uh, we must be, talk, must be interviewing or polling uh, some of the same folks. Because in your survey, 
uh, you folks found that 56% of uh, Hoosier surveyed uh, said that marijuana should be legal for personal use. Another 29% said for medical only. And that is almost uh, almost right on point uh, to where we had in our poll because we had 53% support full legalization, 24% support legalization for medicinal only. Yeah, it's it's overwhelming at this point. And it's... Um you know, if, if you look at our neighbors, Michigan's legalized, uh, Illinois is legalized, Ohio has medicinal marijuana. Um, and, in, you know, you, if you look across, you know, the entire United States, you know, Arkansas, and, it, you know, this year had it on the ballot, you know, for, for people to vote vote on. And so, you know, Arkansas is, a, you know, it's in, in the deep south, you know, fairly conservative state, and, you know, they voted on it. Even like the, the North and South Dakota, I think one or both of them voted on it. So it's, it's here um, – and, you know, the numbers are overwhelming. It's, it's kind of, you know, it's like only 15 percent of people said it should remain um, illegal. Um, there was even a Hoosier survey we did a couple of years ago that, that asked about, you know, problems in, uh, you know, drugs that, that are the main problem. And alcohol was seen by people um, in that particular survey at that particular point of time as a bigger problem in their community than marijuana. So that was really um, – and I think these numbers kind of bear that out, that, that people – um, don't see this as as um, as a problem. Uh, let me ask this because, like I said, on, on the abortion issue and also on the marijuana issue, obviously these these are sort of the sort of the cultural issues that we're sort of dealing with these days. Uh, it seems that Hoosiers are in one place, but their but their government law Indian lawmakers are in another place. I think a lot of that has to do with um, a lot of the states near us. Uh, so Indiana stands out in that we don't have the ability to do initiatives and referenda, whereas many of our neighbors do, with maybe the exception of Kentucky. Um, so it's, it's been slow. And I, and I think the, the legislature, there's a lot of different groups that um, that probably may not be, you know, even though the numbers bear out that, that people seem to be in favor of it. I think there's also some groups that, that might be a little bit leery of this and maybe kind of pushing the fact that you know move a little bit slowly on this. So it, it's it's not an easy job to be in the state legislature. They've they've got a lot of different uh, a lot of different voices um, in their ear and and so you know and, and I think overall if you kind of look at this there's a lot of state legislatures that have moved a lot slower than this and the states that have moved the fastest have initiative and referenda the ability to put put questions on the ballot and move forward. Um, Ohio is another good example of that. And we can also add the state of Missouri uh, to that list as well, because Missouri just uh, had a referendum on marijuana legalization. And uh, actually, I was I was rather surprised. I went to law school in, in St. Louis, and so I kind of know that the sort of Missouri culture. And I was somewhat surprised that Missouri also uh, voted overwhelmingly to legalize it. Yeah, that's right. Missouri is now in. You know, so it's it's happening. It's all around us. I think you know and. It's kind of interesting that maybe you know parts of the deep south, like your you know Mississippi, Alabama, but even I think Mississippi was considering a ballot measure or something like that. Um, you know, so it, I mean it's everywhere except for maybe the deep south and in Kentucky and Indiana kind of stand out kind of regionally um, around it as far as you know the, the lack of legalization. But it's 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 happening everywhere, and and I know the federal government is at some point they have talked about acting on that. So it's it's. It's um, the, the movement is, is very clear in, in that direction of legalization. Well, like I say, head north, south, east, west on the interstate, eventually you run into legal pot. So 
you know, there, there we go. Uh, Chad Kinsella with us for a few more minutes on the program today with Ball State University, uh, the Bowen Center uh, for Public Affairs. They, along with our friends at Indiana Public Broadcasting, recently did a, their annual uh, Hoosier survey. Uh, my friend, uh, civic engagement and polarization. Uh, it seems that uh, Hoosiers like the communities they live in, but it seems like we're also uh, a bit more polarized than usual. Yeah, so we wanted to put some things in there and, and look at polarization, and, and I borrowed some questions that, that are typically used on polarization, and um, probably not surprisingly, you know, over 80% of, of Hoosiers see that there's an important difference between uh, Republicans and Democrats, and I think, uh, and I guess my thought was, it's like, who are the other 14% that that said, um, you know, there, there isn't? I'm not sure what, what they were looking at, but anyway, no offense to them, but it's... it's um, as someone who has, you know, follows politics, you know, it seems like there's the, a bigger difference, a, a large gulf between the parties. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so an interesting thing. We also, how would you rate Democrats and, and Republicans, the, the two parties? And um, a, a lot of you know, more people don't like Democrats than, than Republicans. So it's kind of like it's spiked on people who like and don't like them, although there is a spike in the, in the people kind of took the middle ground. Some, some maybe less polarized people. Um so it's interesting too that that there's some people who also say it's it's important that, or at least somewhat important to have friends or live in a place that that you know people um, you know have the same political views as you. So that's you know um, some interesting things that that came out um, about that. And I think the civic engagement information was was really um, interesting and, and surprising to me. People generally like living in their communities in Indiana, but as far as people who uh, talk to their neighbors or volunteer or are members of, of um, groups and organizations, it was a lot lower than I had expected. Uh, my friend, we've got a couple questions before we wrap up here. Uh, how sure. did you guys do your methodology? So we um, went ahead and we, we did something. We went with Ironwood Insights Group, and we got 600 um, Hoosiers 18 or older um, we did things a little bit different this year and I, I was kind of pleased I was actually very pleased with the results so we did half by telephone and half online and of the telephone um, we got four so 299 people on telephone 42 on landline and then 257 on cell phone um, and, and given the number of people with landlines I think that would be expected and then we did 301 of those um, online and so they, it was done between October 21st and November 8th and again the the uh, the margin of error is uh, plus or minus four uh, percent. What do you say to those folks who criticize uh, whether whether it's your poll, my poll, or any poll, saying I don't I don't trust these polls? Nobody called me. Oh, it's six hundred people. So, and, and I think what, what, there was a great story of you know Gallup. He got uh, cornered at, a, at a, a dinner party at one point and said, you know, you know, I've never been asked to be in one of your polls. And he said, you know, the likelihood of that happening is is very small. You know, you have a better chance of getting hit by lightning. And this this woman said, "Well, I've been hit by lightning, but I still haven't been in one of your polls." So, you know, it's just it's um, you know it's it's very unlikely that that you'll be. But it is a sample, and you know, we're trying to work with what we have. And and I think given that we can we can now go use telephone, landline, and cell phone, and then go online, um, we can pull you know a, a pretty good representative sample of people from Indiana. 
So, and then we have, you know, it's a, a, and I think it's also important to remember that there is a plus, plus or minus four percentage point, and that, that can't be ignored. And you have to think, you know, that could swing either way, plus or minus four percent. But I do stand by your poll and, and, and any polls, and, and I think I'm actually really glad that, that our polls kind of showed a lot of the same information. I, I think that would suggest that, that there is a trend and, and that, you know, that, that, that we both got it right. So um, I don't think polls can be ignored. I, I do you have to take a healthy bit of skepticism looking at them. Um, but I think it is it, it is a point in time, and I think there's some good information to be had from that. And I also kind of remind people, too, say no one ever called me. Like, well, how do you know? Did you pick up the phone? You go, well, do you pick up numbers that you don't <laughs> recognize? No, well, there you go. I know we didn't try to call you. So right, just, yeah. throwing, the, just throwing that out there, my friend. Uh, our yeah. guest on the program today has been our good friend Chad Kinsella. Chad uh, is associate professor at Ball State University and the head of the Bowen Center for Public Affairs. Them, along with our friends at Indiana Public Broadcasting, uh, did the annual 22, uh, 2022 annual Hoosier survey. Uh, Chad, if somebody wants to get some more information on the poll, you guys say, where can they go? How can they find out? Sure. If you go to the um, Bowen Center webpage, it's on Ball State's webpage. And if you just really go to, to Ball State's um, homepage and put in Hoosier survey. It should take you right to the page. And we've got um, the information there in a PowerPoint that is available to you. So you're more than welcome, and we hope you do take a look at it. Right. Well, Chad Kinsella, the Bowen Center for Public Affairs at Ball State University. Chad, my friend, always good to talk to you. Have yourself a great day, my friend. You too. Thank you so much for having me. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.